Hey, Courageous Mama, I'm so excited to be launching this podcast for you. This is to help moms of children with special needs find fulfillment and love yourselves because the pressure on us is so immense. We love our children, but we're tired and so overwhelmed and we just need some balance. This is hard. I get it, but you are not alone. I'm so excited to meet you. Welcome. Hey, Courageous Mom. I want you to know that you are so brave, raising those children and giving everything you have for everything that they need. I've been there and understand what it's like to feel like you're lost, to feel tired and so completely overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Tanya and an autism mom. This journey is not an easy one. It's been demanding and confusing, but it's also been massively life-changing in a great way and has brought me more joy and more laughs than I could ever imagine. You shouldn't walk alone, and that's why I felt called to create this community. Here you'll laugh, find joy, hear inspiring stories, along with support and some tough love to begin your journey back to you again. You have permission to take care of yourself, to go after your dreams, and to be happy and fulfilled every day, even on those tough ones. So let's do this journey together, gracefully, boldly, and courageously. first episode, guys. I'm so excited. I'm just going to dive into who I am, and that will just lead us into what inspired me the most to start this podcast. So who am I? Well, I'm a blessed mom of two amazing children, wife to one handsome guy, and an autism mom. I have always loved entrepreneurship and woman empowerment. I love cheering others on and encouraging them to not be afraid to be who they truly are or to go after those big dreams that they have been thinking about constantly. We've been given this one life, so it's up to us to live it fully and to the best of our ability. And if 2020 has taught us anything, it's to seize the day. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. So we need to live our life to the fullest and we need to start doing all those things that we've been thinking about and dreaming about. So while we're busy trying to do all that, and me personally, I am trying to unbecome all that I thought everyone else wanted me to be. And I am sure I am not alone in that. So we are so incredibly hard on ourselves because we're often comparing another person's highlight reel to our messy behind the scenes moments. And I am totally guilty of this. And because of it, I have often felt like a hot mess or a walking train wreck while trying to juggle a career, motherhood, autism, and still trying to make some time to take care of me. And usually, since I'm trying to do all of that at once, I am failing miserably at at least one one of those. And along with feeling like a hot mess much of the time, I also will suffer from major imposter syndrome when self-doubt creeps in on any one of those big goals I've set for myself. So if you can relate to any of what I just said, then we should totally be friends. My promise here is to keep it real and share my adventures in real life from everything to being a mom of a child with special needs to a woman chasing after her dreams. And my hope is that I can encourage you to make you realize that you are not alone. And I'll probably even make you feel like a rock star because with the crew that I roll with, 
aka my family, it pretty much guarantees entertainment because we tend to bring the comedy without even trying everywhere we go. Uh, my husband and I, we usually will joke and just laugh constantly at ourselves and what we look like in public. And we'll often say that we are a walking commercial or advertisement for birth control and promoting abstinence, you name it. You take a look at us and you're like, nope, I think we'll wait. So anyways, it's not always easy, These, this life, these days. And sometimes it's downright scary hard. But I've chosen to focus on all the beauty that surrounds me. And I also try to find the humor in a lot. And I've done that because it's way better than the alternative. And God definitely helps me to do hard things. But did I always think this way? Um, No way. Not even a little bit. Actually, quite opposite. I was so completely negative. And I will talk about getting my son's diagnosis and sorting through those feelings on another episode. But to sum it up, it's been an emotional roller coaster. When I first received the diagnosis, I was depressed. I was terrified. And I felt alone. I felt isolated and like no one else understood. And as mom friends went on to have regular playdates and I tried to attend, but while the other kids played and other moms sat, chatted and enjoyed themselves, I was running around and chasing my son like a crazy woman because that kid is quick and he has this special talent of getting into big trouble in such a little amount of time. I soon just stopped trying to attend the playdates and just retreated. I avoided all social events because I, I was constantly doing the comparison game and it just really just made me even more down about everything going on. So to sort through my feelings through the diagnosis and everything, I started really getting into running and I really started focusing on my business goals that I had set for myself before I had children. And with life changing so much, it was like I wanted to prove that I had some control over something because with receiving the diagnosis and as a former control freak and planner, and I say former because there's just no way that you can still be a control freak and planner with my child. So there's been many positives in this autism journey, but I will say that that is probably one of the biggest is the fact that I sort of go with the flow now, which if you told me that years ago, I would have laughed in your face. But anyways, here I am, this woman who is trying to prove that I have control over something because everything else feels completely out of control. I decide to open a woman's only boxing gym. Now, this didn't come out of thin air because back when my husband and I had first started dating, we're just talking about things we'd love to do. And I told him, I said, all right, you know, boxing has always been my sport. This is what I want to do. I want to open a woman's only boxing gym where, you know, I teach classic boxing. And in my 30s, that's exactly what I did. And I created this great gym back when I did announce that goal to my husband when we were dating. I had my name picked out. I had the branding, the colors, everything. I had it all picked out. So to see that become a reality in this space, in the gym was incredible. And then on top of that, just we formed a great community of women. And I met some of the most incredible women and some are my best friends till this very day. And I'm going to be honest, it was successful right out of the gate. And my daughter was two and my son was heading into kindergarten and into one of the most difficult years of our life. That year of school for my son was so awful. I cried more than I care to admit. My heart broke 
countless amounts of times over the struggle for him in that first year at his school. And he's gone to a few schools. So in that first school, it was not good. And the schedule that I was working for the business was completely insane. But the business was a great outlet for me until it wasn't. So I was giving everything I had into the gym. And it was just a great distraction from the tough things that were going on everywhere else in my life. But I started to finally notice how my priorities were so out of whack. The schedule I worked for two years that that it was open was absolutely insane. And if you told me that I had to do it again, I'd curl up in fetal position and just cry because there was no possible way that I could do it again. But my daughter would start crying each day after dinner when I had to go back and teach two more classes in the evening. And so that guilt started weighing on me. And then I was only giving half the efforts for advocating for my son and just being present with my family. Then one day I'm at the gym and I'm doing all the things because I was I was coach. I handled sales, marketing, the bookkeeping. I did it all. So I'm there by myself and I'm trying to focus and I'm looking at my ridiculous to-do list. And this email comes in from my son's BCBA about an upcoming meeting that we had. And I just said to myself, oh, I don't have time for this. And that's when I completely just felt a God whisper. And that's what I call them. It's just like this tug at the heart. And I know it's God. And just being told like, Tanya, this is the stuff you need to have time for. And that's when it really started to weigh on me even more than what it had already been. And I would say that was halfway through. So that was about a year into owning the gym when I really just felt totally convicted by that. And eventually the guilt continued to build up and really caught up with me. And I made the decision to close. And that was a really tough thing for me to do because I went from being businesswoman to mom. And although I'll never regret that decision to close the gym because my family will always come first, it still was a hard thing because that gym had become sort of like my identity to my for me. And I definitely lost a piece of me when that gym closed. And I made that piece of me die. And I definitely stifled that because I felt that if I thought about my dreams, I was selfish because my family needed me. And I thought that way for a while. And then finally, thankfully, I woke up. And that's when I realized that any dreams, our dreams are simply on pause. And we don't have to hit the delete button to the dream. Just press pause. And when the time is right, you're going to press play and get back in the game. So what was the shift? The shift was that I was tired of being tired and depressed and being in an absolute funk. And I'm getting older and I keep thinking, if not now, then when? And I'm getting weight. I'm eating way too many cookies. And I'm looking at myself in the mirror and hardly recognizing who I am. And I'm still that person that I was years ago that would go for it, take risks. So deep down, that that girl is there, but it's crazy to see how much I lost myself in those darn Facebook memories, you know, where they pop up and they're just always there to remind you of just what you were doing three years ago, five years ago. And I completely have looked at those and thought, who's that girl? I want to be her. And it's, I mean, that's me. But I really just stifled a lot of, I guess, what makes me me to be mom, because I thought I couldn't be a great mom if I wanted all those things too. And I'll be the first to admit that 
that I feel like you have to constantly prioritize and look at everything to make sure that you have balance. And I'm constantly reevaluating things to make sure that I don't get so off track to the way that I was for those two years when I owned the gym. But it is possible to do it all. And I don't know what I'm doing right now as far as what my next steps are. You know, I had all that planned out. And obviously, I know those plans are a little different, but I'm trying things and I'm getting back out there. And that's what I think we're all supposed to do. Now, of course, I would love for God to just give me a clear plan, maybe send it to me via email, text it to me, give me a phone call, bullet points, like step by step. I could use that, but we all know that's not going to happen. So I'm just taking a step and I am encouraging you to do the same. So is there something that you plan to do after the kids got older? And I say that because with a child with special needs that needs you and isn't allowed to be home alone and isn't as independent as others their age, those plans can seem absolutely impossible to get back to. And I'm there. I kept saying, you know, when he's older, when he's older, when the kids are older, but he's 12 and we're just not there yet. Now I'm keeping the faith that this ride, it's just going to get easier. His independence is going to continue to grow. But right now, that's not the case. And I can't sit back and wait. Again, remember at the beginning when I said 2020, seize the day. That's what we're learning this year. Just we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So we can't keep waiting for circumstances to be perfect. Because again, life is not perfect. It's messy. And we just have to step into it and just try to work through what we got going on and do the things that bring us joy. So I know that those plans can seem absolutely impossible to get back to, but it's not. They're not. And it's completely possible because we now live in a world where working from home is so widely accepted and because of the pandemic will become some form of the norm. But even before then, with all the technology we have, social media and knowledge out there, it's so possible to get that side hustle going if you're trying to figure out how to balance a career in something you're passionate about and still be a present and great mom. Or maybe there is a hobby you love that you had to give up for a bit. And girl, I'm going to tell you, you need to get back to that because you need that outlet. Knowing you're able to spend some time later doing something you love helps you make your days feel so much more full of joy. And it just helps you get through the tough days knowing that you get to do something for you later. So for instance, right now I am recording this. It is almost 1130 at night. And yes, I understand I should be sleeping because my son's probably going to wake me up at 4am. But I'm doing this because I was excited all day to get this quiet time to just have fun with this podcast and creating it. It's been a nice project and I have no idea where it's going to lead or what is even going to come of it, but it's fun and I'm enjoying it. And that is my point here is in what I'm trying to convey is just to encourage you to be brave, take a step, put yourself out there. Who cares? Because everybody else is so focused on their mess that they're really, truly not really paying attention to everyone around them because they're so focused on them and what everybody is thinking of them. So we know this. So just get brave, do it. And I know it's easier said than done, but it's time to just take baby steps, okay? You're not going to do it all at once, all in one day, but if you take a little action daily, you will feel so much better and you'll start feeling excited. And if 
you keep talking yourself out of something that you've been wanting to try or get back to since becoming a mom, then I'm just going to tell you this. I want you to sit in a quiet space and I want you to picture your life five years from now if you did not do that thing. And how are you feeling five years or 10 years from now if you change nothing? And will you wish you took action sooner? Will you wish you made more time for you? Will you be sad because you didn't start sooner? How will you feel? Just really think about that because I did that and it really helped to put things into perspective for me because regret scares the heck out of me. And I also really believe that if you have something on your heart that keeps popping up and nudging you to do, then you need to do that thing. So hopefully something that I've said has just really resonated or has inspired inspired you to start to take some action. And again, you're not going to accomplish everything in a day. Just We're just taking a little step each day. So some of the things that you can do, and again, it doesn't have to be a business. You might want to start to run. Maybe you used to run and you want to run again. Maybe you want to run a 5K. Maybe you want to do a half marathon a marathon, then you need to do it. What are you waiting for? So go find yourself a running club. Or maybe you want to commit to going out once a month with the girls, once every two weeks. You get the idea. Just make it happen. If you want to join a book club, look for one or start your own. And don't forget, if you just want to find some other moms that get it, then look to Facebook and find some local area mom groups for kids with special needs. And I've seen it in the Boston area where moms will make a post just about who in the area might have a child that is nine years old and might be interested in chatting, having coffee, have a play date. So just look, do the research and put yourself out there. Don't be afraid because I'm telling you there are other women wanting the connection, wanting to get out, wanting to have fun just like you do. And number two, if you just need more time and you're busy with the kids and you want to focus, say, on a side hustle, but you, you're lacking that time, respite, mother's helpers. I hired a mother's helper of a while back now. And I believe she was 12 years old at the time. And she would just hang out with my son while I caught up on just housework, other duties that I had to get done. So look into that because they tend to be more affordable. And that's always a great route. Another thing to do to find that time to be brave, to take those steps, to take action, get up early. I know if you're not a morning person, this may sound horrific. And I'm lucky that I'm a morning person. But waking up early and having my coffee before everyone else is up, for the day and just taking the time to pray and work out and then feeling so energized that I actually get to work through something that's on my to-do list before the kids even get up. It really does just give you such a sense of accomplishment. And usually it's before 7 a.m. And I know it's very hard at the beginning to start to get up, but that quiet time in the morning, oh, that is just priceless to me. So I say give it a shot. And if you don't want to work out, don't work out, okay? But get up early, drink that coffee, pray, meditate, do what you do, and then get to taking one small action each morning. It's amazing what you'll be able to accomplish with children still sleeping. And sometimes my son will get up really, really early 
And so that will change my plans of that quiet coffee time. But I tend to find that if I can just get him what he needs, I'll set him up with his OJ and just let him have his iPad. And I know some may be judging, but no judgment here. You do what you need to do if you need that quiet time. So if they're up early, try that before the rest of the house gets up. And the next thing that you can do, say you're going for a side hustle. You want to start a business, network, connect with people, or maybe you just, you want to get back into the workforce. You've taken some time off. You just want to work from home or freelance networking. It's huge. Again, Facebook is great for searching out groups, women entrepreneurs or whatever you may be into. Search for that group and start connecting with women in your area that are doing what you want to do. Say it's a brand new profession that you don't have any experience in and you're thinking about starting a business, then seek a woman out that you feel is successful, that you would love to be your mentor and reach out to them. They will not be annoyed. If they cannot do it, if they can't meet with you, they will tell you and they will be honest. But most women are so happy to help another woman in their dreams and their goals in pursuing that, that they will take the time and they are happy to tell you where you should start. So make sure you're networking. And final for just everyone in general in life, but especially us moms, make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that inspire you. And if you're just stuck with some really just (laughs) negative people that are always bringing you down, it really is time to just start to focus and get your mind right on other things. So meet those people that uplift you and make you laugh and get you happy and in a good mood. And you can also, when you're not around great people, you can also read great books, happy books, listen to audiobooks, uplifting music, uplifting podcasts, anything to get your mind right. And just like you'd work a muscle in your body, you need to make sure that you're training your mind. You have to be conscious of the dialogue within yourself. And listen, I am totally guilty of saying things that I shouldn't say to myself. But that is why I continue to read personal development books, listen to inspiring podcasts, and just spend that time in the morning by myself praying and just thinking of all the things that I'm grateful for because I need help on the daily with my mind. So it's not a one and done kind of thing. You got to definitely stay on top of it and keep your mind right by focusing on the good, thanking God daily for your blessings, and for just always trying to find the humor in life and learning to laugh at yourself. And if you ever need help, help with that. I'm your girl. And that's it. That's a wrap for episode number one. I really hope that I was able to encourage you or inspire you to get back to the things that you love that you've put on hold. And again, doesn't have to be a business. It can be just your health goal, taking care of yourself and putting yourself as a priority so that you can be 100% for those you love. So if you guys love this episode and are excited about what's to come, come join the Courageously Mom community over on Facebook and there we'll share, collaborate, grow, laugh, be inspired together and just have some fun. So go over to facebook.com slash group slash Courageously Mom and hopefully I'll see you in there. I'm sending so much love to you all. So until next time, keep smiling, Courageous Mom. Hey there, me again. One more thing before you go. Thank you so much for listening to the Courageously Mom podcast. I hope you come back to hear some more. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review.